welcome to the St. Pete Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Renew, a local real estate professional in St. Petersburg, Florida, and I help people fall in love with the Sunshine City every day. In these episodes, I sit down with local business owners and get to tell their stories. So we peel back the curtain and let you discover what makes St. Pete so special. So come along with me and let the Sunshine City warm your soul. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the St. Pete Soul Podcast. I am Brittany Renew, and I am joined today by Debbie and Ron O'Neill, the owners of Soul, a St. Pete Bistro, which is a conscious culinary experience. And I love saying that. So hi, welcome. Hi. <laughs> How are y'all today? Fantastic. Doing How are well. you? Thank you. Good. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to have you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. So, um, so I came to your amazing restaurant. Um, and as soon as the meal was over, I was like, and I got a chance to meet you. I'm like, okay, kind of get you on the podcast. So I love it. I just, I love the, um, the synchronicity of you being St. Pete soul and us being soul St. Pete. I think that's just, it's meant to be. It is. Um, well, kick us off and just tell us a little bit about you and your background. Okay, so I um, I am an Italian girl foodie with a laundry list of food allergies. So I grew up with all types of problems, health problems like allergies, um, rashes, migraines, IBS, and a bunch of other things. And when I was around 18, I um, realized that I was allergic to a lot of foods. Um, that my parents didn't realize that. So I just immersed myself into holistic health and nutrition. And um, I started to help others around me, like my friends and my family and others in the community. And then I thought I should probably get some certifications um, and make some money from my sacred gifts. So um, I started teaching people about uh, holistic lifestyle and nutrition and helping them to create sustainable lifestyles through conscious culinary classes and um, healthy daily habits um, and just a holistic, a whole holistic approach, mind, body, and soul. Um, And then my husband, Ron, he owned a gym and we had some friends who had the restaurant Soul. was previously a Puerto Rican restaurant. Um, and when we closed our gym due to COVID, they took us out to dinner and approached us and asked, you know, if I wanted to put my concept in it. And so oh, okay. that's how Soul came about. But for years before that, Ron wanted me to open a restaurant and I was a private chef for like nine years before we opened the restaurant, okay. specializing in Um, allergen-free food, and really incorporating that into my lifestyle coaching as well. So um, I was like, no way. I didn't want to open the restaurant because, you know, we have quite a large family. Um, We have seven kids between the the two of us. Okay. Yeah, we have three still at home. So he has a 14-year-old son that's still at home. My daughter's 13 and then 11-year-old daughter. So I was like, no way, because I'm just, it's very uh, important to me to be present for Mm -hmm. our children. 
So, you know, when this opportunity came along, I really had to think about it because it was like, whoa, that's a lot. It's a big decision. Yeah. Um, so I took like 24 hours to think about it and really meditated on it. Um, and I was driving in the car the morning after and all of a sudden I felt like this flood of just like joy and tears and I was by myself, but I just started saying like, yes, 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 as I was crying and I was like, okay, here we go, <laughs> this is it. And he seriously, he really did not know if, you know, I was gonna do it or not. And he even considered like putting a smoothie shop in there if I decided not to do it. So yeah. I got home and I was like, okay, honey, I've made a decision. And he was like, all right. And I was like, all right, let's do it. I'm all in. I'm going to face my fears and let's do it. So that's wow. how soul came about. And then that is so cool. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Ron, how did you, how did you feel about taking that big leap of faith? It sounds like. No, oh, I was excited. I had been wanting to do it for a while and uh, just the timing was perfect. We were closing down the gym and like she said, we were approached and to put her concept in and didn't really know exactly what the concept would be at the time. It just kind of naturally developed. And we had originally, Soul had originally come out of us talking about eventually opening up a, a, like a sexy lounge downtown with her food as tapas. And okay. that's how that whole thing came about. And then this was just the natural progression from what she was doing. Yeah into the next phase. It was just all divine timing. It was just, just everything fell right into place. I was very excited. I was hoping she'd say yes, because yeah. it's what she's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So, so did, okay. Was it a little bittersweet to close your gym and kind of move on to this? It was, answer? it was, it was, uh, because that's all I've done for so many years is, is train and own fitness studios. Before that I owned, um, a small chain of nutrition and smoothie stores in the Tampa area. So I've kind of had that health and fitness um, background uh, for quite some time. And then when the gym closed down and this came to be, I was just like, all right, this is, this is perfect. This is what we need to do. And uh, I have a little bit of restaurant experience when I was much younger. Um, so I was corporate trained in restaurants. So I felt like I had a good background to be able to help in any area that I could, plus the business background mixed with her uh, nutritional background and, and uh, cooking and chef services. So just a great fit and very excited to be part of it. So I got to ask, like, what's it like working together as husband and wife running a business? It's everything. You know, it's interesting. It's, it's very rewarding. I think I can speak for both of us to say that we're watching each other grow in like these amazing ways of fulfilling this beautiful purpose. Um, so that's really cool. Um, you know, he works next to me and I'm the boss kind of, you know, and it's, it's my recipes and stuff like that. So I'm very particular. So sometimes, you know, it's like, and he's amazing, but I'll be like, okay, no, we can't send it out like that, you know? And so 
there's a there's a an interesting dynamic that goes along because it's like we're lovers and best friends and partners but we also you know work together so that adds a whole other layer and dimension you know to our relationship but um and this is the first this is the first time (laughs) in well over almost close to 30 years that I have not been it hasn't been my concept you know the nutrition stores were my concept the fitness studios were my concept I had partners in the fit in the two fitness studio studios I owned but the concepts to bring them together were were basically my ideas I was the go-to guy for everything and now and I'm happy to relinquish that to her but it's a new role and took me a minute to kind of find you know not necessarily my way but just kind of letting go of and realizing that I don't have to be in control of everything that this is her thing and I'm a supporting role in this so it's been fun it's um it's she's definitely doing what she's supposed to be doing and I'm glad she's doing it because I've wanted her to do it for a very long time yeah um, but yeah it's it's and my role was never supposed to be what it is now that yeah. originally I was supposed to be director of operations and running the front of the house mm-hmm. and mingling with the guests and backing the servers up and um you know helping out the kitchen is needed but um finding a chef was near impossible uh, or a sous chef basically was near impossible so we've been cooking together since we've been together and it was just a no-brainer to go back there because I know how she does things and kind of know what her next move is going to be and what she expects so it was a a good transition for me to be in the kitchen with her and that's kind of where I'm happy right now and he does an amazing job I mean the people our team that works with us especially our kitchen staff is like they would never know that he, you know, wasn't a, a cook or a chef. So I'm, I'm really proud of him because he's really like stepped up and like, we get it done in there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, it's a yeah. different dynamic cooking in the back of a restaurant kitchen, having to get food out to a table versus at your house. So I can't imagine. What and that he does was. amazing. He expedites and I'm the creative. I've yeah. just, um, oh, flowing with creativity. And he's back there and he's like, calling everything out and keeps everything organized and, you know, really is in charge of the timing, which is essential. So it's really nice. It's a great dynamic. We work very well together. Yeah, we do. We're great leaders. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's certainly, you know, people that would say they could never work with their spouse. So I always find it amazing when there's couples that work together really well. So that's, yeah kudos that's awesome <laughs> thank you yeah it's exciting yeah. it's 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 a fun fun adventure every day for sure you never know where it's going to take you yeah you know what the really cool thing is though I am so in my purpose right now that it's like I look forward to going to the restaurant and I don't feel like I'm working like that saying is true like when you're doing what you love it doesn't feel like you're working like I absolutely love what I'm doing and plating and feeding people and inspiring people and nourishing them. So it's really, really beautiful. It's a lot of work and it's hard, but it's so worth it. It's so amazing and so fulfilling. Yeah. And for me, it was, uh, I had been in the health and fitness business industry for so long and COVID was a very trying time and and Mm -hmm. just took everything I had out of me. So it was time for me to move on to something else. I just wasn't sure what that was at the time. And you know, they say that the universe gives you what you what you need, um, not what you want. And I was really fighting to save the gym and try to figure out 
you know, doing something in those lines. And this came to be, and it was just like, I don't even have a single regret anymore of uh, the gym having to close. This is, this is the next chapter. It was happened exactly the way it's supposed to, right? Exactly. Everything does. And we just have to go with the flow, you know? There's never a minute or a day that I don't like being at the restaurant. It's just, it's a great environment. So much to do. It's fun to do. Great staff, great guests. I mean, we go out after dinner service and mingle with the guests that are left. And, you know, it's just great to, to, to see her, you know, get all the the praise and people just, I mean, people literally cry in our restaurant because they haven't been able to eat the type of food she makes. And oh, it's man. really, it's, it's something else. I've never seen anything like it. You know, in the fitness industry, you have people that cry because they've lost a lot of weight or they feel good about themselves. But to see somebody that's affected by being able to eat garlic bread or spaghetti or, or lasagna, lasagna yeah. they, they haven't, they've had all these food allergies. Like, I can't believe I get to eat this again. And somebody actually gets it and yep. literally tears. So it's, it's amazing. I cry with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're making an impact. I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. And I can, I can totally understand what you're saying because that that's me because I'm, I've been gluten-free and corn-free for about 10 years and there's, I'm from Alabama originally and there wasn't as many options there. So when we moved here, I was like, I had several of those moments where I was like, wow, I can eat a lot of these things at this restaurant or whatever, you know, so just a place that's dedicated gluten-free and like so many different options. It's just, it's heaven. So thank you. <laughs> well, you know, what You're we welcome. found from going out is, is she calls it, what do you call it? Interrogation I with a smile. I call it interrogation with a smile. <laughs> this is how it is when you go out to eat with me. Okay. Yeah. It's really yeah. fun. We go out. Well, we really don't go out to dinner anymore. We just go to Seoul now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but when we used to go out to dinner, it's like I have learned how to interrogate the server with a smile, you know. <laughs> and most of the times, they don't know what the oils are. It's like canola oil, or they say it's olive oil, but then they sneak that ten percent in, and then I'm like breaking out in a rash, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's very important. And that's why it's so purposeful what we do because everything, you know, is done with intention. Every little ingredient, everything is done with intention. So we want it to be a safe space for not only those who have food allergies, but for everyone to feel like they can eat the appetizer, they can eat the meal, they can have the soup, they can have, you know, the beautiful biodynamic wine and the dessert, and then they still feel amazing, you know? Yeah. Well, When I remember, like we were talking about after we had our meal there, like I didn't feel, you know, no one at the table felt like, oh my God, I'm so full. Like that just overdone bloated feeling that you might have. It was like, wow, I just had all this amazing food, like appetizer, entree, dessert, and I feel fantastic. So that just tells you like the quality and the ingredients, what you're talking about being like intentional with everything that's going in there. Um, Yeah. So it was just it was amazing. I will definitely be back. I can promise you that. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So let me ask, are you both from the area originally, or did, did you guys, you know, are you transplants like so many of us? <laughs> I am originally from Montreal. I was born there. My whole family is still there. Um, but my mother did move down to Florida with me when I was around five, six years old. Um, so I did grow up here. 
but um, I come from an Italian family. I was raised by my mom and my Italian grandparents and my great aunts and uncles. Um, so I have a very, you know, that's a lot of influence in what I do. Um, after high school, I met my first husband and moved away to outside of Manhattan and then to Santa Barbara for about six years. Oh, wow. okay. Had my first daughter there and then moved back here in 2004. And that's when I met Ron. Yeah. So been here quite some time <laughs> and love it. Love, yeah. love the Tampa Bay area. Love it so much. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I'm here from Ohio, the, just outside of Akron, a little town called Stowe. Uh, moved down here with my parents or my mom in 79 and uh, been here ever since. Originally lived in the countryside area. And then I moved down to St. Pete when I was old enough to be on my own. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I moved to St. Pete when there was nothing in St. Pete and all my friends were like, that's where people go to die. I'm like, <laughs> I just love the city. You know, the Vinoy was all boarded up. It was nothing at the time, but wow, I just yeah. loved it. Opened my first nutrition store on 4th Street in this little building that's now a marijuana dispensary, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was kind of how I came to St. Pete and I just really never left. I just love it here. Yeah. Well, gosh, so you've like really seen the city transform. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, you would go when I first came to St. Pete, there was a bar downtown called the Big Catch. Uh, there were a couple little mom and pop restaurants. And that there was, was the it. garden. The That's garden, where I yeah. used to go with my friends is the garden, which is no longer there. And it's so sad. Aww. But I think making it the garden again, I'm not sure. But yeah, St. Pete has changed a lot, yeah. especially I would say in the past, like, 13 years, like a lot has grown so much into this amazing, big little city. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's, that's how I describe it to people. Cause you, you have like all of the cool, amazing, fun things to do, but it's not so big to where you can't make connections and like build a community together. So it's a, the best of both worlds, I think. Yeah, there's, there's an amazing sense of community. Yeah. Here, and that's one of the things I really love about St. Pete. It's not pretentious. It's artsy. You know, I just, there's a, so much community support. You just feel it's like really everybody awesome. gets along here. You yeah. Just, you just, good vibes. I never feel out of place or weird anywhere I go. Just everybody just is having fun living life. It's just a great, great city. I yeah. tell, we say all the time that we're Young enough to enjoy it, but old enough to appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, okay. So you said artsy. Definitely have a good arts culture here, and you're in the warehouse arts district with your yes. location. So how did how did you find? Well, so it sounded like what you said earlier was you had you knew the owners of Wepa yep. that was there before. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, correct. I didn't know that. So you you. Yeah. Uh, you basically just kind of like was were able to take over their existing space. How did that? How did that happen? How that transition happen? <laughs> it, it, well, <laughs> I was like, that oh, sounds like an interesting story. Then it is. It was, we, I mean, we're not restaurateurs. We are now, but we really had no clue. We just knew that she had great food and a, a good concept, and just knew it would work. And we got open the doors of that restaurant and. You know, it was everything in there was fried. So it was covered in grease yeah. and it was an open kitchen concept and it was bright orange. And yeah, we just, 
we got in and got rid of the fryers, started cleaning. There was food left everywhere. We just we pretty much did everything ourselves too, with the help of a couple of, of people yeah. who helped us to transform that space into what it is today. And we wanted to really keep it, um, you know, with that artsy type of creative feel in mind because we are in a gallery, we're in an art gallery, which is perfect for what I do because I, I consider what I do art. Um, yeah. So, you know, we just love it. It's great vibes. Everyone in the building is amazing. Um, you know, we have a biophilic design there, which is really cool. Um, I worked with my very dear, one of my best friends, Amanda, um, with uh, Design Amanda Lee. So she helped me with the whole concept and we just incorporated, you know, a sense of nature into the space, you know, um, to give it like a really holistic artsy biophilic design feel. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It's but very, not pretentious. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. Yeah. Not pretentious. Um, it feels like luxurious in there. Um, uh, that's, that's how I would kind of, that's what comes to mind when I think about our experience in there. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We have big people walk in quite often. We see them pull out their phones and they take pictures of the ceiling and the hanging shades. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah. We've had some people take some videos and send it to us because it's just, it's a, it's a cool little space, very intimate, um, cozy, cozy with a little mystery, you know, but you feel like you want to sit there and just enjoy and you're comfortable, you know, so, and I, I wanted people to, I, I like to feel like I'm feeding people in my home, in my space. Mm -hmm. So that's the feeling that I want people to feel when they're there is that they're being taken care of and loved on and somebody they love is cooking for them and nourishing them. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember um, reading on the menu when I was there uh, about it being a slow, slow food experience or slow, yeah. slow, slow, food, slow food movement. Yeah, slow food. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. what like what's what's the idea behind that? So the slow food movement is, you know, taking you back to your grandmother, mother's kitchen where it's a whole concept of, you know, things are sourced from farmers. Like we source everything locally from a handful of farmers. And so everything you're eating was, you know, all the produce was literally just picked. Um, so it's the freshest of the fresh, um, but it's also going back to making everything from scratch. You know, nothing is processed. Like we take our time to put intention and love into everything that we do, making everything from scratch. And we use just very basic, simple cooking techniques um, and we don't like adulterate the food with all and mask it with all of these like other flavors. It's just, we really focus on, you know, what it tastes like and take our time to make everything from scratch in the kitchen and, with love and intention. And it's also, you know, one of our guests wrote a review recently and it said, when you sat at your grandmother's kitchen table, did you feel rushed through dinner? No, you felt like you were being loved on yeah. and things were made with a purpose. And you know, we're not one of those restaurants that looks to turn tables. We want people to come in. She calls it a conscious culinary dining experience where you, you're just taking care of start to finish. You're, you're not pushed out the door. We want you to take your time, enjoy your meal. The food's not coming out of the kitchen because we have to have it out in 40 minutes. It comes out when it's ready. And that's why it's written all over our doors, our menus, mm -hmm. the servers tell you when you get there, you know, if you're in a rush for something, you need to get to a show or we're a stop along the way. They always are encouraged to let us know this. We can kind of take that into consideration, but we're not a, 
place to come and get a quick meal and leave. It's that's not how we're set up. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I appreciate that. It's, it's that, you know, dining experience. You can hang out with, you know, the, the group that you're with, whether that's family or friends and just like relax. And I definitely can see that feeling about like sitting at your grandmother's table and just enjoying, enjoying the family, you know, time together. So that's really cool. I like that. And the really cool thing going back to that is I love when somebody takes a bite of my food and they're like, oh, this reminds me of my grandmother's, like whatever it may be. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's like the ultimate compliment, right? <laughs> it is. It's amazing. It's elevated comfort food, you know? And the people who so, get it really get yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and the people who don't, they don't get yeah. it at all. And yeah. that's okay. You know, we know that we can't please everyone. It's not for everyone, but the people yeah. who get it, they really get it. And it's, it's really amazing. And I think what sets us apart is, and we hear it all the time, is there's something for everybody. Yep. You know, there's yep. vegan dishes, vegetarian, and it's not just as an afterthought. There's no, intention in the vegan absolutely. dishes. There's intention in the vegetarian dishes. There's intention in everything being gluten-free. So, you know, yeah. I hear a husband said, I, my wife's a vegetarian, but I can come here and have a beautiful steak or, yeah. you know, uh, anything I want. And she has something she can have. Or our friends are vegan. We're not. We finally have a place we can all go and get good quality food and a nice, you know, what do they call us? Casual, fine or fine, casual, fine, casual yeah. setting. Where you're yeah. not in a pretentious, you know, um, black tie restaurant, but you're also, you know, not at just a grab and go place either. We kind of fit that in between void. We can, everybody can come get a good meal, no matter what your dietary appetite or restrictions are. And I, I, you know, it's very important for me. It's all inclusive, you know. So I want to make sure that there is something on the menu for everyone. That's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, okay. Talk about like everything's organic, you know, locally sourced, all of those amazing things. Like how do you make those connections with your, with the farmers and, and, you know, people like that? I just seek them out. Um, I went searching and looking and the universe brought us together and I've made some amazing relationships. I, you know, have become friends with our producers and our farmers. And um, yeah, I just seek them out and I asked for it and it happened. <laughs> I really believe in the law of attraction for sure, 100%. And, and so, you know, it's yeah. in the farmers, all these farmers, like they are, they're surprised that not more local restaurants come to them. Like they it's are expensive. The, the nicest yeah. people. It is but These other it. restaurants are having <laughs> supply chain issues. Yeah. And I was at the seafood store. Uh, we source all of our seafood locally from Key West Seafood. And there was another restaurant owner in there picking up some stuff. And he saw my shirt said Sol. And he goes, oh, Sol, you know, congratulations. I've read about you. He goes, I don't know how you guys are going to keep doing farm to table. That's near impossible. And I'm thinking it's the easiest yeah. way to buy. <laughs> we never have any shortages. Never. If you have a creative chef, whatever's available, they're able to, to make dishes out of. Yeah. And, and we don't, you know, we, people joke around that all the restaurants are Cisco to table, U.S. food to table. We don't work with any There's of not a companies. single one of those trucks yeah. that pull up to our door. And even the stuff we can't get through farmers. We, we support local. We support local, yeah. you know, like Rolling Oats and, yep. and places like that, that, you know, we're still supporting the local um, economy and, and, and businesses if we can't get it from the farmers. That's part of the mission is supporting the local food Absolutely. system. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I think, you know, if you're intentional about being, you know, um, having your process be that way, I feel like you'll find ways to make that work. You know, 100%. That's Absolutely. how I am. I will always find a way. Always. I don't give up. Yeah. Yeah. And the farm so appreciative that they really like they reach out every week. Here's what's available. Here's what's really special this week. You yeah. think you can do something with this. And then she sends them back pictures yeah. of of what she's made with their food and oh, their way. It's really cool. It is. It's yes. really, really amazing. We even have it one really of the farmers is. working for us on the weekends. Yeah, we have actually <laughs> two, two yes, have yes. come to us and we're what asked to work with us. So one of our farmers from Meacham Farms, he works with us in the kitchen because he went to culinary school. So that's amazing. It's literally farmer to table, <laughs> we call it now. And then our other, um, now who will be joining us, our hostess, she owns the Florida Fruit Co-op. And so she will be working with us now. So it's such a beautiful team and work family in Soul Tribe. And one of our servers oh, yeah. was on or just team. recently left the Florida Food Council. Yeah. She oh, heard okay. about what we were doing and was so intrigued. She sent us this beautiful letter of how bad she wanted to meet us and, and an opportunity to even work with us. We interviewed her. She was so blown away. She's like, I'm just overwhelmed. I need a day. She called us the next day. She's like, I'm all in. Like yeah. she's so that's the kind of the people that that have been attracted to what we're doing because it's so unique and yeah and uh so needed that uh people really the people like we said the people who get it really get it yeah, yeah that's really cool and i hope that like other people learn from what you're doing and try to build on that and do you know more farm and table and locally sourced stuff because i think think that's really important it is i hope they do too we're sort of the pioneers for you know what we're doing right now so it's it's pretty cool in the way that we're doing it there's other people who do farm to table but um you know with concept definitely yeah um well i'd love to hear like where you get your ideas for your all your dishes from right here <laughs> they're all in here yeah they're yeah, just I like swimming that. around up there oh yeah oh there's so much stuff floating around in here but uh yeah so i um you know like i said i've been a holistic health coach and private chef for you know i was for like nine years before doing this so i worked with people to create custom dishes of their favorite foods but a healthier version of that and I also teach conscious culinary classes with the same concept is I can literally take any dish that you, you know, tell me you want to make and create a healthy version of it and remove all of the inflammatory ingredients and create something that you feel like you're not sacrificing and you feel like you're eating the same thing. You almost would never even be able to tell, um, mm -hmm. but it's actually good for you. So that's where all of these ideas are. And I've got hundreds and hundreds that I've created. And so whenever I see, you know, the produce that we have or what's in season, immediately I come up with like, boom, 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 like a few different ideas of what we can do. Awesome. Yeah. And there's certain, certain foods that, you know, even though being in the health and fitness industry for so many years, I, I eat healthy or what I, most people, by most standards, people would consider healthy, but nowhere near as clean and healthy as she eats. Uh, so when there's certain foods that I like that I didn't want to give up. And she's like, I'll just make you a healthier version of that. So, and that's, that's how some of the things came to be as well as just like, like, okay, well, I, I like fried green tomatoes. Let's make a healthy version of that. Or 
yeah, people will throw things at me and I'll be like, all right. So, you know, I ask like my team members sometimes if things don't come to mind, I'm like, all right, so, you know, what should we make with this or whatever? And they'll throw a few ideas at me and then I'm like, all right, let's do this. And then I create it. So, and it's 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 like, she has a term, she calls it elevated comfort food because it really is. It's, it's, it's not any pretentious food. It's not little small plates with, you know, microgreens all over it, although they are incorporated into our dishes. This is real It's food alchemy food. what I do. It's real yeah. food. It's, it's simply made and there's nothing fancy to it or pretentious. It's just real food that's done right and in a healthy way with just the best ingredients you can buy. And I call it food alchemy because there's always a healing aspect to Absolutely. it. So I'm always... I know the healing benefits because of my background. And so I'm always throwing things in there that are like super healing and immune boosting. And so it's like, you know, you know, improving people's health one bite at a time, you know, essentially. And a lot of the times they don't even realize it, but I know, and I'm just like, yes, I'm getting them to eat all of these really healing herbs and foods. And so that's why I encourage the servers. I'm like, tell them everything on the plate is edible, even those flowers. And there's like all of these healing benefits to these amazing energetic foods. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, we've, as a society, we've just gotten away from like where our food comes from, knowing where it comes from, you know, like you said, Cisco, like just there's so much processed stuff out there and we would definitely all be a lot healthier if we were mindful of that. I totally agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there are so many, you know, local farms and it's like support your, your farmer's markets and start to buy local, you know, it's really important. And it's actually, when you look at it, compared to one of our farmers, we were interviewed by a local news channel and they interviewed some of the farmers we dealt with. And one of the farmers made a point. He's like, he held up a thing of kale and he goes, this is the freshest kale you can get. And it's so much cheaper than you can buy it at your average grocery store. Just have to know we're here. It's probably like three or four weeks old at your grocery store. And, you know, here it was just picked out of the ground. ground It's like $2, you know, so People just don't know. And that's part of the mission as well is to educate and empower people. You know, it can be done and it might seem daunting at first, like, oh, where do I start? But there really are a lot of resources out there. Um, and there are a lot of urban local farms. So I really encourage people to support the local, you know, farmers. For me, I never really shopped much of the farms or the farmer markets. I just got my produce at stores and now that we are getting from the farmers, I'm blown away how long stuff actually lasts. Yeah. Like fresh from the farm, like I'm like, this is going to go bad in in three or four days because that's what you're used to at your home. But when you're getting it fresh from the farm, you realize then how long that food really sits before it gets to you for it to go bad three or four days after you have it. Mm. So that's a very interesting thing for me to to kind of learn as we've gone through this process is is how fresh food really, really lasts. And the difference in taste. Yeah, absolutely. Not only that, but your food is as healthy as the health of the soil. So the farmers that we deal with are organic farmers and biodynamic farmers. And so the health of the soil and the microbiome if you will, of the soil is so essential because you are what you eat eats. And that is, you know, when you're talking about produce as well, 
because you like the produce and the vegetables and whatever, it's only as healthy as the soil it was grown in and the farming practices. Yeah. So that's really important to us as well. And to me when I'm talking with the farmers. And even a lot of your, your organic farms that are larger, you know, yes, they're organic. You're doing great organic farming practices, but they're still turning crops as fast as they can to keep up with supply where you're dealing with your local farmers. They take more care. Um, it's like small batch, yes, you know, you yeah. get get, and, and that's why some items in the restaurant are fleeting. They'll only be there. You, they might make an appearance one, two, three times. They might be there for a week. They might be there for a couple of weeks, but you know, that's one of the really fun, fun things about it. Fun aspects. Yeah. Well, I've, you've used the word biodynamic a couple of times. How would you like describe that to someone who, which I, I don't know if I know exactly what that means. So <laughs> kind of like organic on steroids. Yeah. It's, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's basically, and we got a good education at, by one of our local farmers. It's, it's using, it's recycling everything. Huh? It's no waste. No it's waste. Using everything, everything on again. the farm. Okay. over again so it's a no waste process and it goes deeper than organic because yes they're doing everything organic um but they're reusing all of their resources and they use like ancient farming techniques to like dig down deeper to grab like really nutrient dense soil and they use you know animals and worms and um amazing farming techniques as well. It's like different organic techniques that they use, but it's like the whole process rather than just using like an organic seed and not using pesticides, okay. the whole process. Yeah, and, and basically organic just means they're not using chemicals to-, to Or it's not GMO it's not and they're GMO not using chemicals. They're not using yeah. chemicals, so, but it doesn't really go into the, the quality and the, the life of the soil. And, and the where, farming practices. Yeah, really. that's where biodynamic yeah. comes in. It's it's okay. it's taking it to a whole nother level. It's it's just not organic. It's it's intentional. Yeah, intentional. It's how important that it's soil mindful. is. Yeah, it's the whole process. It's really cool. And we've got some biodynamic Very wineries we deal with, yeah. and farmers, and um, and you can like the winery. One of the wineries we deal with is biodynamic. You can taste in the wine there's just something different it's in people who they're like wow this is really good it's it, it, there's a there's definitely a, a noticeable for me anyway noticeable difference in in the the produce and the items that are, are farmed biodynamically and is all the wine organic and biodynamic on your menu or is that so all of our wine is no sulfite added okay all no of sugar it, added all of it no sugar added all of it is sustainable I would say about 95% of it is vegan and about 90% of it is organic and or biodynamic. Okay. Um, the, some of the wines that come from overseas, um, they don't necessarily call it organic. They, they just have this farming practices where they don't use uh, the pesticides. They just, but they don't certify organic. Um, mm -hmm. so that's why I say it's about 90, 95%, but we don't deal with any farms that or any of the wineries that don't practice um that type of uh farming um okay on, yeah. their, on their vines yeah i mean you've got your whole menu is just totally focused on on that concept i love it even yeah. our beers it's, our beers are all dedicated yeah. gluten-free our ciders um everything in the there's not a drop of gluten in the entire restaurant there's no bs yeah. in the restaurant yeah, no BS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No BS. I don't tolerate any BS. No. <laughs> even even our, our our house water that is served to every guest in a bottle is spring water. Yeah. And our ice is spring water. We're very oh, yeah. awesome. we take it to the nth degree. To the nth degree. <laughs> 100 percent because i don't compromise yeah yeah water ice yeah exactly that's awesome yeah um well okay so let's switch gears a little bit i would um i'd love to hear like what's you know what's your favorite thing about having this business my favorite thing is just empowering and inspiring not only myself um, you know, but others, and then, you know, our children, um, and just fulfilling my purpose. Like, I just, I never knew that this is what I was going to be doing, but I mean, from knowing that I was an empath and an intuitive and, um, destined to be a healer, it's just so in alignment. So really my favorite thing about it is just, I, it, it feels amazing. I love it. I love being there every day. Um, I love the joy that it brings, like not only to me, but to everyone else and to those that we work with um, and really the purpose and, and what we're doing. It's just, it's just amazing. Very fulfilling, very beautiful, very purposeful. We've and both been serving the community for so many years. Um, and for me, it's, there was a certain frustration level watching her work as hard as she was, but only yeah. serving five or six families. And I'm like, that's, that's where I'm, I think the most fulfilling thing for me is seeing her do what I know she was supposed to be doing. You know, she's busting her butt, feeding six families, you know, working longer hours than she is now. And now she's feeding the masses, which I knew she was supposed to be doing and watching her kind of, you know, go to that next level and soar and, and take the lead. It's, it's, uh, I don't mind being the backseat driver on this. It's kind of fun watching her do what she's supposed to be doing. And I asked the universe for that. Like, you know, I've done master classes with, you know, business master classes and all of the things and, you know, the work. And, um, you know, one of the things I asked for before we were given this gift and this opportunity was, how do I reach more people? Yeah. Um, and then here we are. And so now I'm doing it and it's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, your, you know, your impact is limited by the amount of people that you can serve. So when you you're growing that number, so you're growing your impact, it's really cool. And the really cool thing is rather than having to go out and get them as I used to, and I really built my business before off of referrals. Mm -hmm. Um but now they, they come to us, which is amazing. Um, you know, so I don't have to go do that like salesy thing, which I'm not really great at. Cause I'm like, Oh, okay. That's fine. You don't want it. Okay, cool. You know, so <laughs> it's like people come to us and they love it, you know, and it is a lot of word of mouth. And the really cool thing is often what often happens is we'll go out and we'll hear somebody like talking about yeah. the restaurant. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait, oh, oh, that happens oh, a lot. That's cool. Yeah. You're like yeah. a little fly on the wall, like, oh, yay. <laughs> I, I go into, uh, I always have my, during the week, during service, I get up, I put my work shirt on, it says soul, and I go to so many places. And I, last week, I actually had a gentleman follow me down in the parking lot, yelling, excuse me, sir. So I was like, yes. He goes, are you the chef at soul? I said, no, my wife's the chef. And I jokingly tell everybody I'm her lovely assistant. I'm so I'm the lovely assistant. And he kind of laughed and he goes, I got to tell you, he goes, 
I don't know why he picked the year. He goes, your restaurant is the best thing to happen to St. Pete since 2000. He goes, <laughs> I've been there twice. Me and my husbands are coming again tonight. He was just like, and it happens over and over again. She doesn't wear a shirt that says soul. So she doesn't get it. But I do, I, whenever I'm working, it says soul. So it's, I get it over and over and over. Every place I go, people are just like, I've heard about your restaurant and we've been there or thank you, or it's so needed. And I always relay that back to her. And I just wish that she could hear it more because um, she needs to hear it more. Yeah. Oh man, that's so cool. I'm like on the DL when I go out, I'm like, is <laughs> like in and out. <laughs> Oh, that's, but that's just, yeah, that's amazing. Well, hopefully you will get more of that when this podcast episode comes out. So for everyone to hear. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, okay. Did you, did you guys open at the beginning of this year? Or? We did. We opened okay. January 12th. Okay. So we got the keys to the place <laughs> in July um and you know we of course we knew nothing about having restaurants so we thought we were oh yeah we're gonna open this date and then it was this date and then it was that date it was like the end of you know covid like covid was still kind of around and supply you know, chain um, supply chain issues mm -hmm. with you know even the materials we were using inside you know from paint to tile to wood to whatever it was that we were sourcing um so you know that pushed it out but everything happens for a reason and you know it it's all divine timing so yeah we op opened uh january 12th so yeah we had kind of timed it and you know my only experience was from building out my couple of nutrition store my few nutrition stores and the couple of gyms that i had owned mm -hmm. and during times when contractors were banging down your door for business there was a plethora of supplies out there everywhere and so i just assumed you know didn't even think COVID had affected things in such a drastic way Mm -hmm. And we got the keys and there was a roof leak and it took a month for a roofer to get out there. And then it was just even getting paint, you know, paint was on back order and tile was on back order. And this tile came in raw. It was just, and then, you know, these companies were so understaffed coming out of COVID that trying to get a hold of anybody to get help or, you know, orders placed. It was just very difficult trying time. We had so many people say to us, you're opening a business right after COVID. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But Well, and honestly, you know, because of, of the nature of how we uh, were gifted this restaurant pretty much and took it over, you know, we hadn't been saving up to open a restaurant. And just so. came out of COVID, whereas yeah. like <laughs> most people, finances were stressed to, yeah. and stretched to the absolute max trying to make ends meet when you couldn't open your business. You couldn't work. She couldn't find food during COVID to cook for her I guests. I was teaching her, virtual her, conscious yeah. culinary classes. Um, and we yeah, had to so completely we had to completely wow. shut the gym down for a couple of weeks. And after that, it was twenty five percent capacity. And you know, the gym we owned was a, a group fitness style um, with some personal training as well. So when you're used to having 30, 40 people in a class, and you can only have ten to fifteen, but your bills are still the same. You know, yeah. it's so yeah, that not only was there no ramp up to own the restaurant, everything that was there had been depleted because of COVID and trying to, you know, run your family and keep businesses afloat. So yeah. how we did it, we're we're still amazing. <laughs> but yeah. somehow we did. Yeah. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so is your is it reservation only or reservation recommended? 
It's reservation recommended. We definitely it's small. It's a small space, so yeah. So we have six tables inside and six tables outside, which we love it that way. People ask us all the time, you know, hey, get ready. You're going to blow up. You're going to need to expand. And I'm like, no, I like it exclusive and intimate like this. You know, it just it just it goes along with the whole concept. But um, and we have a small kitchen. We have a very tiny kitchen, so we can only handle so much in the kitchen. I don't want us to be rushing around or negativity or anything to affect the quality of what we put out. Um, so yes, we are reservation recommended. Um, people have learned if you're lucky, if you walk in on a Wednesday or Thursday, you might be able to get in, but on the weekends, usually not. Yeah. So we do recommend at least at least a week ahead of time to schedule a reservation, yeah. Well, and that's honestly so many restaurants in St. Pete nowadays, you know, the good ones get full on the weekends. So gotta plan. It also helps us with, um, you know, purchasing amounts of food as well yeah. to know what yeah. to expect. Um, although, you know, we have been getting considerably busier recently because we're getting more press. We just mm -hmm. had a really great article in the Tampa Bay Times Weekender. So we're getting a lot busier on the Wednesdays and Thursdays. So, you know, it's just adjusting those amounts so we don't have any waste, you know, yeah. in the kitchen the food and everything. But we're getting really good at it. So yeah, and we're good. coming into season. You know, we've we were very shocked because all of our restaurant to our friends have told us, you know, that June, July, August, just be prepared to tuck your tail between your legs. If you're lucky, you can cover your expenses, but you know, mm -hmm. don't expect much. And we've actually grown and, and gotten busier um, through the summer. And as we hit season, we're excited to see what happens, but it's going to definitely be more difficult to get in here in a few weeks. And yeah. considering that we are off the beaten path, yeah. we're, we're really a destination restaurant. We're not like on central where, you know, yeah. we have foot uh, traffic and people walking by and they see it. It's, you know, might be a little bit hard actually, you know, to find us. So mm -hmm. the really cool thing is people are seeking us out, um, you know, because it's such a unique concept. We have a lot of people that come from out of town and just, yeah. you know, they find us at the top of the list. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've won a couple open table awards already since we've been open. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. We've gotten in, in, we run a lot of celiac guides. So yeah, people do really celiac cool blogs thing. and yes. people do uh, blogs with food allergies. And we're on just about all of them. Yeah, the, and the owners have come in and dine with us. Yeah. You know, so we're like vetted. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's really amazing. I love it. I love that we're so, we're getting to be so well known as a safe spot for the celiac and allergy community. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it is very needed and there's not enough places out there that cater to that. And there's so many people that, including myself, that have those allergies. And it's just, it's, it's wonderful to just have that safe space where you can just, oh, I can have anything in here. It's just wonderful. Yeah. And, and you're also in like a cool, hip, good vibes type of place. I mean, we put a lot of thought into, you know, the the verbiage of the the servers and the music and the lighting and the whole experience so that's what's lacking a lot of the times like you can go to any restaurant and be like i know i have to do it is you know ask them oh, what's on the menu that i can eat you know maybe it's like yeah. a salad with like do you have 
um, olive oil and like a healthy vinegar or lemon, you know what I mean? It can get boring. Um, So yeah, yeah, it's cool to be doing that. And you know, I don't really have any food allergies to speak of. I definitely have intolerances I've learned, especially since I've been eating as clean as I have um, with her cooking. But it's, that's what I like I said before about this is even though we are an allergen free restaurant, you don't have to have allergies to, mm-hmm. to enjoy the food or, or you just can come in there and realize that you're leaving feeling different than you will at most other places because there's nothing added. There's no secret ingredients. There's nothing hidden. It's just simple spices and seasonings and, and just really the best quality food you can get. So even though I don't have gluten, um, like celiac disease, I definitely feel different when I eat gluten now, Mm -hmm. even though I don't necessarily have a dairy or lactose intolerance, I definitely feel different when I have it now. So that's what I, and people who have eaten our food and I've had a lot of, especially men, you know, come up to me afterwards when I'm talking to them and say, you know, I just, I really don't have food allergies, but I just feel so much better after I eat this food. Or I just thought every time I had a steak, I was going to have indigestion. Anytime I had spaghetti and meatballs, I was going to have heartburn. Yeah, like I don't get that here. Plus, I just had a big bowl of pasta and I don't feel like I want to go home and nap. I want to go take my wife out and nightcap or go dancing. And that's what people need to understand is it's not just just because it's allergen free. That's just for the people who need it. But everybody can benefit from everyone. Yeah, it's for everyone. And everybody can benefit eating that that style of food, which is just like she likes to say, it's just the way your grandmother made it. She got in the backyard, picked the vegetables and you know, go to the butcher shop and get the best meat he had. And that's what you were served for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. Thank you. Well, yeah. Well, this has been such an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time and just for sharing like your passion and, you know, just, I would say thank you for being brave enough to like, just open this restaurant. Cause it sounds like it just kind of, like you said, an opportunity presented itself and you took that leap of faith. And it's really paying off. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it feels really amazing to be able to share, you know, my lifestyle with people. So I really love it. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. We really appreciate you. And there's yeah. uh, there's some more things to come from Seoul. We've oh, got, yes. uh, she's planning some uh, in the spring and in, in, uh, the fall, winter and spring when it's cooler weather. She's going to do some pop-up farm dinners at some of our local farms where the dinners will be cooked on the farm on the farm yes yeah that's going to be fun then we're also going to start um turning the restaurant once in a while into a a lounge it's going to be called uh what do you luna sin soul soul after dark so it'll be closed for service that night it'll be an intimate lounge atmosphere with her food served as tapas entertainment entertainment so We're going to transform the space. It'll be really cool. Yeah. Very cool. I like it. Chef inspired dinners as well at the restaurant. Yeah. We're going to be doing Um, those as well. Private dinners. So yeah. yeah. Cool. Really cool stuff coming. That's exciting. Awesome. Thank you. Um, So to wrap things up, I always like to ask a couple fun, fun questions. Um, So just, you know, about the area. So whatever first comes to mind. So when you have your, your day off and you have your favorite spot to go for a night out, what would that be? 
We go to the beach. We go to the beach. (laughs) We go to the beach. It's like no makeup, nothing. Go to the beach, find a little quiet spot and just go float in the water or just sit there with our reggae music and walk up and down the beach. And I think we've gotten to a place now where we, um, we don't even drink alcohol anymore, to be honest. Um, So you know, we just like to hang out and chill when we're not at the restaurant, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And then every other weekend, we don't have the kids. So we actually have one day to ourselves. And it's literally, like she said, <laughs> the beach. And we usually bring food from the restaurant or we'll actually stop at the restaurant and yeah. grab some stuff because <laughs> it's hard for her to eat out. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's rare. You know, we've eaten out once in the last probably six months. And yeah. it wasn't a great experience. Sick, it was a so very was a nice, <laughs> expensive restaurant over yeah. in Tampa. And Ugh. we thought we were being careful and ordering the right things. And she still was contaminated by it. So it's just not worth it anymore. But what I do want to say is we love live music. So yes. whenever we find live music or great concerts or great acts yes. coming into town, we enjoy that. So we do a lot of concerts. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Servanoi Park or yeah, whatever, absolutely. wherever they may be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, whenever I ask people what they like to do on their day off, the beach is definitely like one of the top answers. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we have a beautiful beach here. So not surprising. Oh, yeah. For us, it's more of a necessity. Yeah. <laughs> it's so healing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, tell everyone where they can find you online and, uh, and where your restaurant's located. Okay, so our restaurant is located in the Warehouse Arts District. So we're right next to Three Daughters Brewing. Um, it's 2149 3rd Avenue South, and our door faces 22nd Street South. Um, on Facebook, you can find us at Soul St. Pete FL. So that's S O L S T P E T E F L. And then on Instagram, we're at Soul St. Pete. So that's S O L S T P E T E. And then we are soulstpete.com. So that's perfect. Easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you again for uh, talking with me. I hope that everyone listening and watching will take a chance to go check out your amazing restaurant, you know, make a reservation, plan it in advance. You will not be disappointed. So thank thank you you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. want more information about this episode and others, please visit my website, BrittanyRenew.com. You'll find more information about me, my passion for St. Pete and real estate there. Look forward to connecting with you soon. Bye friends.